Mornings just got fresher. The all-new Mixed Breakfast. With Aisha, Ardi and Prim. Selamat pagi and T-minus five more days until all Malaysians win big. Because 1st of April is when we finally reopen our borders as we move into an endemic phase. It's so exciting, guys. Like, what's the first thing you guys want to do? Go visit my family in Indonesia. Oh, Yeah, in Jakarta. Nice. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go hang out in a mama for 24 hours. That's another thing. <laughs> really? I want to see that happen, Miss Sinclair. You in a mama for 24 hours. You're right. <laughs> I know, right? No, it's not going to happen. Now... Since we're all so excited about April 1st, right? This entire week, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be interviewing all those that are going to be affected with this reopening. The airlines industry is what we're going to be talking about today. And with us on the show, oh, it's so nice to have the CEO of Fireflies, Philip C., with us. So, Philip, what was one of the toughest decisions that you actually had to make as the CEO? Well, you know, Firefly, also, it's a relatively regional, small airline, right? And we had a fleet of about 12 aircraft. Uh, I had to make a very hard decision to actually cut my aircraft fleet from 12 to 9 aircraft. And that was very hard because when I cut my fleet, it also meant also, you know, deciding not to end certain contracts for our staff and all that. So that was a very painful decision. The second part also, which was very hard for me was, you know, a lot of the staff were asking me about the direction of the company, what the future was like. And it was super hard in the start the pandemic because you didn't know where we were in the pandemic whether we were getting out of it soon and so you know trying to be honest to them and tell them i really don't have the answer but i also wanted to give them hope and clarity was super difficult did you ever imagine at all philip that the aviation industry like one of the biggest industries around the world would be brought down to its knees one day. I never expected it to be this bad. I mean, we in the aviation industry, we've had our share of challenges. You know, we've had SARS before. I think one thing that I think we feel very blessed with is that we have a team that's so ready to manage crisis and knows how to deal with very tough situations. And we are a very tough bunch of people who can ride through this issue. But this really was at an unprecedented level. I've never seen anything of this scale before. Um, have you formulated like a backup plan or like a survival plan like, yeah, yeah. if there is a pandemic ever again I think it's a very very good point you know Prem because like we think about it as like a CEO as a leader right like year one okay forgiven if it's not doing too well year two you know okay perhaps you make yourself more resilient by year three we should be thinking about a different business model or how do you make yourself foolproof right so so for me I've, I've thought a lot about our cost structure how to make it more agile how do we make it more variable paper use and also what we have done is that we've moved our business because Firefly is very corporate-centric and business-centric, right? And that's one of the biggest challenges we have in the business because corporate travelers won't come back as fast as leisure travels. So what we have done is we are launching a new operation from Penang where we are offering direct jet services from Penang to Kota Kinabalu, Kuching, and Johor, mm. right, as a start. And that is, I think, part of our plan to diversify and just reduce our over-reliance on business travel. Uh, and that, that's, I think, what every business must look at right i think that comes to a point where you can't complain anymore you have to go out and do something if not it's going to be super tough for you now you know international tourism is uh is going to be malaysia's opening up the borders yes. so other than you know flying out of penang what other things do you have planned 
well, now that I'm, we're opening up. I'm super excited because like from Penang, we were planning to have services to Phuket, to Indonesia. And then from, from KL, we plan to do Subang, we plan to do Saleta, Singapore. So those are some of the exciting destinations we plan to introduce in the coming weeks and months ahead. And also as part of Malaysia Aviation Group, the airline Malaysia Airlines, they have a whole reopening plan, right? So new des- reopening services back to Australia, UK, and even to India and Southeast Asia. So we are super pumped and excited to introduce back all these network destinations again. People so much love. Like I still can't wait to go to Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Just anywhere, right? Just anywhere outside of the border of Malaysia, please. It already sounds like it's super exciting and you have this huge plan. And uh, like you just mentioned earlier as well, that you had to let go of some of your planes, right? And now that you have all these big, massive plans, because I can only imagine that now that with our borders opening up soon, day one must go big or go home. So would you go big? I mean, like, would you get more uh, planes to get a competitive edge against your competitors? Because now is really kind of crunch time, right? Yeah, it's, it's a very good question, you know, Ryan. I don't agree with the go big perspective because I think people are still a bit nervous about travel. So we will do it gradually and introduce services at the right time. Now, one of the biggest issues we have in the airline industry is fuel, right? Fuel price mm. is like skyrocketing high now. Mm. And so that's a really big consideration when we mount services, you know. You can have the demand by what price are people willing to pay? And the biggest issue we have is that our fuel price is very high. So we have to find the right balance between, you know, delivering a service that, you know, people are dying to do by what price point that works and also, you know, the schedule that actually will get people feeling comfortable to do so again yeah so for now it's safe to say you'll play it safe first lah I would play it a bit safer. I mean, we would do the reopening and I think you would have to do it in stages and look at the data and see how things are going and then say, okay, there's quite a lot of interest to do that and then add more flights progressively over a period of time. Because, you know, many of us in the industry, many of us expect and forecast that we will probably reach pre-pandemic levels in 2024. So that's a long way to go. And so we have to kind of build that up gradually. Right. I would take it from you because I know you have data and analysis for breakfast. So... (laughs) 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 Yes, I eat it breakfast, lunch and dinner every day Your your background and where you studied data is like, yeah, that's breakfast Oh, what's it for lunch analysis? (laughs) Okay, we want to play a little game with you just to lighten up the mood a bit, okay? So we got this thing, it's called Cool or Not Cool Okay We give you three scenarios As the CEO of an uh, aviation industry you have obviously seen it all, probably even experienced it all. I know most times you are in the business or first class, but as commoners... In the no, no, that's not true <laughs> at all, Pram. Okay, okay, okay. First question, whether it's cool or not cool, right? Mm. Travelling in pyjamas. Cool, uh, but with a caveat, with a caveat, please. Long pants, yeah? And, and also thick, like not transparent and translucent. But generally, I would say cool. Sweat type, la, sweat, sweat type. types yeah. are totally yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. So another one is, this is like an age-old uh, debate when it comes to flying, especially when you're sitting in the middle seat. So cool or not cool, the middle seat passenger takes both of the armrests. Totally not cool, obviously. Yeah. No, That's not cool. Look, the one fella ha- already has the aisle, and the g- other fella already has the window. No. So the it's person in the middle gets two. One aisle per passenger, yeah, not two <laughs> aisles per passenger. <laughs> two armrests per passenger. Sorry. Okay, last one. How about cool or not cool? Taking off your shoes in flight. I would say not cool 
because mm-hmm. you know many of us tend to have bad feet odor. If you're wearing thick socks, I think that's okay. But generally, I would say not cool. I've got one more cool or not cool. I just thought of this right now because yeah. you know Prem is very famous for his habits in uh, on the plane. Is it cool or not cool to not sit with your partner as you head back to KL? <laughs> you know what? Let's give you a backstory. Let's give you a backstory. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. So. I mean, only because your services have not provided me that, that <laughs> distance. I'm just being, I'm being very careful now. I'm talking. Your competitor provides uh, me a flight to uh, the east side of our country. Go on. Not east coast, uh, east side. So when I fly with my wife, I choose not to buy the seats because that's extra 30, 40 ringgit. It's money. So sometimes my wife and I are separated. That's why Ryan is throwing me under the aircraft right now. <laughs> oh, to- no, no, no. As a CEO, uh, intent on maximizing revenue, not cool. Agree. <laughs> ah, there you go. There you go. And I'm also saying, I'm going to jump in and say not cool. Not as, cool. you know, as somebody who has a husband. And if my husband did that to me just to save a few bucks. <laughs> what? Yeah, not cool. Yeah, thank you so much, Philip C, for clearing the air on that one. <laughs> Get it? Clearing the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Prem, please don't be cheapskate huh? and sit next to your wife. Hey, look, sometimes that one, two hours of separation, quite nice. You know, I hope she's still sleeping. <laughs> the brand new Mixed Breakfast with Aisha, Ardy and Prim and today's best music.